Hey guys, welcome to episode 19 of the George Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, G. This makes four episodes in four days. Um, I've kind of gotten into a groove and had a decent amount of uh, material that I, I really wanted to go over, you know, especially with the tough man this weekend and stuff. Um, you know, if, if it's too much, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sure I'm going to fall back into a schedule where it's not so many episodes so often. Unless, of course, you guys that do listen to this want me to keep up this pace. If you do, let me know. I'll, I'll uh, you know, keep trying to come up with content that can, uh, you know, fill up a, a daily podcast if that's what people want me to do. As everybody knows, last night was uh, night one of the 42nd annual Southern West Virginia Original Tough Man Contest. It's always fun to go and watch the fights as a fan, um, you know, just have a good time, not have to be invested in it as, as, as a corner or as a coach or what have you. Um, there were several excellent fights. I didn't take notes. I was too busy hooting and hollering to, to do all that. Uh, so I don't have, like, the exact guys that were top-notch, so to speak, other than the fact that, you know, the ones that I uh, – knew uh previously that that fought i did however find a list of results so here are the results from the 33 fights from last night in the men's heavyweight division raekwon griffin defeated james toller by unanimous decision thomas banks defeated dakota detweiler by tko sebastian knapp defeated mitchell sheik by unanimous decision mason warner defeated Damian Van Kirk by TKO, and Noah McGraw defeated Alan Hoover by DK, TKO. <clears throat> In the cruiserweight division, Devon Marion defeated Matthew Bailey by unanimous decision. Trent Sayer defeated Sheldon Starcher by split decision. Matthew Young defeated Eric Southwick by TKO. Joseph Sims defeated Heath Sullivan by unanimous decision. Micah Barton defeated Marcus McGuire by split decision. Dwayne Porterfield defeated Johnny Pence by TKO. Joshua Parker Rivera defeated Jarrett Klein by unanimous decision. Anthony Lester defeated Dalton Harris by TKO. Keith Tyree defeated Tony Hun or excuse me, not Tony Hunsacker, Cody Hunsacker by unanimous decision. Um, at middleweight, Cody Carter defeated Eric Meadows by TKO. Jordan Davis defeated Trey Gerald by TKO. Lawrence Smith defeated Cameron Dickens by TKO. Moses Bird Jr. defeated Josh Rakes by unanimous decision. Chris Anderson defeated Kane Bowyer by split decision. Spencer Abel defeated Shannon Ramsey by TKO. Michael Forrest defeated Kenny Eaves by unanimous decision. Tiano White defeated Trevor Dye by unanimous decision. At welterweight, Logan Baker defeated Parker Myers by unanimous decision. Tyler Black defeated Mark Dunkel by TKO. Dalton Hofstadler <clears throat> defeated Johnny Lloyd by unanimous decision. Eddie Osborne defeated Edgar Foster by knockout. Devin Steele defeated Alexander Taylor by unanimous decision. At lightweight, Josh Good defeated Austin Strickland by unanimous decision. Dennis Adkins defeated Jerry Chaney by unanimous decision. And Matthew McCutcheon defeated Tyler Dash by TKO. 
in the only three women's fights that there were, they were all in the lightweight division, and then Shayna Stewart defeated Margaret Stout by unanimous decision. Jocelyn Hively defeated Ashley Donnell by unanimous decision. And Harley Cofield defeated Trinity Jackson by TKO. So like I said before, I went over the results. Uh, there were several good fights over the course of the night. Um, but the number one thing that always stands out at the tough man is, is the crazy shit that goes down. Not only in the ring, but in the crowd as well. And last night was not disappointing in this regard. Uh, one fighter was stopped between rounds. When a fighter decided it was a good idea to show his corner man what he ate for dinner. I mean, for real. Dude blew chunks into the corner bucket. Video of this is on my TikTok. You know, at TikTok, search for G Euler BJJ. Uh it's not graphic, so to speak. You know, dude's face is in the bucket in the video that I got. And, and yeah, the corner people had to clean the bucket out before uh, or after they got old dude out of the ring before they could do the next fight. Um, and this is why I don't want to corner these sorts of contests anymore. Um, I used to go and corner rough and rowdy brawls back in the day. And one of this is just off topic, but one of my favorite things to tell people between rounds was you can do anything for one minute. And they'd look at me like, dude, what the fuck? Um, another fighter lost his shoe and not only lost his shoe, but his shoe kind of took flight and it just kind of flopped in the air a little bit. And it was odd. I mean, you truly would have had to have been there to see it. Uh, video of a corner man putting a shoe back on his foot like he was Cinderella is also on my TikTok. Uh, Brian Hiles took one hell of a shot. And I know what you're thinking. His name wasn't mentioned in the results that I've already done. And that's because he was one of the referees. Uh, but he was trying to step in, um, and, and he took a clean shot right in the temple. He took it like a champ, though. It didn't phase him. So either the guy didn't hit real hard or, I mean, Brian's got a, a chin on him. Uh, Butch McNeely, the other referee, nearly got steamrolled by a couple of fighters. Um, look, these guys, they they are in there with people that are not exactly the most trained fighters at times, and they do some wild shit. So, uh, you know, they're, they're at risk for injury almost the whole time they're inside of the ring. Uh, someone got hit so hard against the ropes that when their head whipped sideways, their mouthpiece not only came out, but it ended up in the lap of a cage side official. Um, there were a bunch of mouthpieces that came out last night, and the main part of that is, you know, with lack of cardio training, these guys, once they get tired, they're, they're sucking wind, and they keep their mouth open, and their mouthpiece comes out the first time that they get take a, a flush shot once their mouth is already open. Oh, and this year's wardrobe malfunction happened in a men's heavyweight match. Uh, but Butch jumped in to the rescue for all of us and pulled this dude's very fancy trunks back up. That guy also got gifted a win in a fight that he was getting absolutely outclassed in when his opponent had uh, some sort of medical issue between rounds and they, they stopped the fight. And I'm going to switch gears for a split second here. And maybe 
what I saw after that fight bothered me more than it should. But when you get gift wrapped a win that you didn't really earn, you shouldn't be gloating at ringside. Uh, man, I, I can't stand that. And maybe it, it's, you know, uh, because I knew the other competitor. But, uh, you know, a little bit of humility and being humble would go a lot farther um, you know, especially after everyone, including my 13-year-old daughter, just saw your whole ass, literally. Um, there were a few wild knockouts, one of which had my kid gasping. And, and somehow, on this same knockout, Elaine got the perfect picture. His dude's face was like six inches from face planting on the mat. Uh, I, don't, I think he might have even bounced whenever he hit. It was crazy. Um, a couple of times, you could see that there just wasn't much going on between someone's ears after a good flush headshot. Um, with that being said, both referees did an absolute excellent job of stepping in and stopping fights when a fighter was obviously done. Um, you know, in these tough man contests, fighter safety is paramount because these guys, uh, 99% of them are never going to go in, into uh fighting as a profession so they're out there you know just to see how it is to fight you know to, and, and some of them you know maybe it's just to prove that they're not made of glass but you know these referees did a really good job last night of saving people from uh from essentially from themselves i don't know if there are any real clear-cut favorites going into night two uh, outside of Devin Steele at men's welterweight. Um, Mason Warner looked like he hit as hard as a dump truck, but at six foot seven, 325, he might not have the conditioning to do multiple fights tonight in the heavyweight division. Uh, Noah McGraw looked pretty good last night also, looked to be in fairly decent shape. Um, the others in heavyweight just really weren't of mention. Um, at cruiserweight, Anthony Lester looked the part of an actual boxer. Uh, he worked the body, uh, yo, but this is a tough man, and, uh, you know, whenever you're fighting in a tough man, you, uh, really have to think uh, in the lines of, uh, a headhunter, because that's what most of these guys do, they they just go out there and they swing for the fences, and if they actually clobber somebody, then sweet, right, then they, they, they go to sleep, um, Devon Marion, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, he's a uh, former All-State athlete. I'm pretty sure he was a really good football player a few years ago, and he was, looked like he was in good shape. But he didn't appear, you know, once the fight started, you know, he hung his mouthpiece halfway out of his mouth, and it didn't look like he had a ton of gas in the tank. I, I, I'm not sure, but, he, you know, he looked in shape. He just didn't appear to uh, really be in the kind of shape that, I expected him to uh, to be there. Um, the others in that division, I really don't know. Um, they just didn't stand out to me again. At middleweight, I don't remember a single one of them being impressive. I know uh, when I looked at the results that there were a, a few uh, TKOs in the division, but, you know, it was just nothing that just stood out to me. Um, a welterweight... Is Devin Steele's to lose? I already mentioned that. He went out. He got a unanimous decision. He just looked good. 
crisp uh, boxing exchanges out of him. Um, I read uh, Luke Press had a little piece on last night, and he said that that was the first time he had been comfortable and not nervous going into a fight. And, you know, when you're comfortable and you're not nervous at all, you can be pretty dangerous. Uh, lightweight, I don't know. Uh, but I do know this. Matthew McCutcheon is an idiot, and I hope someone knocks him out tonight. Um, dude was arrogant, cocky. He didn't listen to ref instructions. He's standing up on the ring ropes whenever his opponent was down. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then he was part of the only disturbance that I saw in the crowd. I honestly hope he doesn't even show up for night two, but that was, you know, my impression of him is real low. Like he was acting like he was one of these Conor McGregor types, but the motherfucker doesn't have the skills to do that. Um, they only had the three girl fights that were in lightweight uh, last night, but I kind of feel like at women's lightweight, uh, Harley Cofield is probably the uh, the favorite. Um, she's the wife of a former three-time champion, and, and I kind of think she probably is going to be able to use her husband's experience to her advantage and, and get herself a, a championship and, you know, the jacket and the money and all that shit that goes along with it one guy was announced as being 5-0 and in the go-mart parking lot and this isn't the first time that that dumb shit has been said in these shows um antoine brown used to say that shit um you know a few years ago and he said that crap in uh hype videos they did for the rough and rowdy brawl and for ruckus in the cage and look i get it it's all for show but I feel like saying that stuff is just asking for someone to jump you in the Go-Mart parking lot. And why is it always Go-Mart? I mean, we have a really shady-ass sheets right down the road here. And that place even has Wi-Fi, so somebody could do a pay-per-view whenever somebody Molly wants the shit out of one of these guys. Uh, I, mean, I feel like there was something else that I was going to mention. I got the puker in. I got the dude that the shoe fell off of. I got the, the refs taking damage, and, oh, there were several instances where they nearly got hit because, I mean, like I said, these guys were doing a really good job last night, and when they're stepping in, people are swinging punches. Uh, wardrobe malfunction, yeah, unfortunately. Unnecessary arrogance, unfortunately. There was some of that shit, too. But all in all, it was a very entertaining night of fights. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get out of work in time this evening to go for night two, but if I do, expect another recap tomorrow. Um, you know, guys, you can always hit me up on the on the social medias, uh, facebook.com slash MMA, instagram.com slash GOILERBJJ. GOILERBJJ on TikTok has some videos from last night, including the puker and the shoe dude. Um... There's also Facebook.com slash George Jitsu, the, the, the new Facebook page for the podcast. And um, also, you know, you can support my gym by going to Facebook.com slash NRGBJJ. If you do go on to the uh, podcast website, there's now a link to buy some merchandise from, uh, from Teespring uh, to support what I'm doing here. And if anybody wants to do that, man, I'd greatly appreciate it. It would be awesome. Um but, you know, guys, that's about all I got for today. Until next time.
I hope no one is having any wardrobe malfunctions and everyone is doing something to get 1% better today. And as always, we all are striving to be a better human. Peace.